if we can alter our own frequency by either chanting or listening to music or drumming, then we actually are attracting different frequencies. So things aren't going to behave in the same manner anymore. Well, there's a thought out there, Janelle, that says our vibe creates our tribe. There you go. Okay. So, however, what it involves is, these are wonderful words that we're talking about. However, to be able to translate those words into action and effort, that's exactly, that's what needs to happen. So sometimes, and many of you out there have heard me tell this story many times, but maybe some of you are tuned in, this is your first time. So here's the deal. Most people live their life on wishes and hopes, waiting for something to happen. Uh, so we often use this story to illustrate this. There was a person that prayed to win the lottery every day, <laughs> sweat blood. Okay. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. They kept praying and praying and praying, wishing that they'd hit the lottery. So one day they got so angry that they went outside and they yelled up at the sky. Why won't you let me win the lottery? And God, the creator, the divine, whatever called back down and said, could you meet me halfway and at least buy a ticket? <laughs> so, I love it. So the idea is, is most people, they want to win the lottery, but they won't buy the ticket. That's right. And most of the time, you're not willing to change. And change for some is so fearful. And yet, as you and I know, Jim, change is all we have. You know, that's what life is, is moment to moment. And life is dynamic. It's changing all the time. And what you're talking about is fear. And we address fear on this program consistently because it's a fundamental emotion. Yes. And one of our favorite uh, people, Georgia Dare, has a saying that everything that you want is on the other side of fear. And so what we talk about is everyone has fear. We need fear. We need it in our lives. However, all courage is, is the ability to deal with it. That, right. So That's what I'm right. hearing from you earlier before we got on the broadcast is that you've had some significant issues in your life that you've had to deal with. Yeah, I came, uh, of course, I've been a musician most of my life, touring with Broadway shows and working with some of the greatest artists in the world, um, performing. And then I came back to Pittsburgh to launch Rhythm Games and to be a bridge from the old Pittsburgh to the new Pittsburgh, where we were evolving to. And um, 09 hit and the world fell out in 09. And I basically lost everything here. And but I knew I had this idea and I knew it was valid and it was timely. And so I just rolled up my sleeves and kept doing it. Eventually, I bumped into you. Eventually, I bumped into a few other agencies. And so I've been evolving that way. Of course, prior to that, I also was performing and doing a lot with electronic. Uh, As I said, I built Mickey Hart's electronic rig. These two direction changes, I had no idea at the time, led by, although it was led by passion, my own passion, I had no idea at the time that it was setting me up for a, a bridge I was soon to cross in my own health. When, um, when a lot of things fell down and I, uh, my business suffered, my health suffered, which is usually the case. Stress will break a system, will eventually break the systems in our body, which are meant to be working and cohesive and full of life. But stress can really be that, that break. So, of course, um, that did happen. And recently, I was diagnosed with a situation which was 
um, a disease which is chronic, has no cure, and progressive. And it directly affects my hands and feet. Um, at the moment when I was uncovering that I was incapacitated, I didn't know what was going on, I thought I was going to die, actually. And because um, it felt like it was systemic. Whatever was going on in my body was systemic. And I had no idea what it was at that time. Um, and then I softened, you know, and I have to say that was the 30 years of Buddhist practice. In a moment, I softened. And I thought, no, you're not going to die. And Oh, because I thought that I was not going to play drums again. And I softened and I thought, no, you're not going to not play drums again. You're just going to have to do it differently. And so what I mean by that is rhythm games, which of course is the work I do with group drumming, is very powerful work. Yet I also have hopes of turning it over to young interns. When I was at Duquesne University for one year on staff as adjunct faculty with their music therapy department, I always included interns. You know, we must pass it on. We must play it forward. We must teach what we know to the next generation. You know, and I still have hopes that that will catch on and younger people will stand up and start to do more of this work and take over this work. And then the other thing that happened was exactly my electronic work. I do play an instrument called the Zen drum. I was gifted this beautiful Zen drum by the company. It's a very light touch. You can imagine it's Zen-like to play. And so I am now recording a sample library of all of my own very unique percussion sounds from udu drums to cajons and drum sets, of course, and cymbals, and making my own sound library, not just for sale, but for me to play and turning my whole rig over to uh, another unique voice of mine, the Zendrum. That sounds, that sounds fascinating. So when we get faced with a life difficulty, we can have two choices. Yeah. You're, well, again, you know, it's go with the flow is the primary thing. And like I said, because of my Buddhist practice and because of my drumming practice every day, I have learned that. I have absorbed it to the point that I now realize that I just do it. I am it. I am that. You know, I am that. I can roll with the changes and keep going and evolve and evolve. Yeah, I might get down a day or two, but of I'm going to pick myself up. Of course. And again, you know, that is... um critical skills, I think, that we need to be teaching young people as well as meditation. I'm a big advocate for well, that. One of the things that this world, unfortunately, tries to impose upon people is that they shouldn't experience any type of discomfort at all, ever. If you have some type of a discomfort, then you should take a pill or you should do this or you should do that. Well, discomfort is part of life and we learn how to deal with that. And it's like being in the ocean. You know, so we say, have you ever seen anybody out in the ocean and they stand before a big wave and that wave knocks them over? Sure. And, then, and then the next time they go out and they stand again and that wave knocks them over. However, those waves are like whatever happens in our life, pain, emotions, thoughts, feelings. However, I'm sure you've, you've seen people that go out there and they get a little loosey-goosey and maybe they wave out their arms and they ride. They ride that wave in That's and right. it doesn't knock them over. Yeah. In fact, one of the, it's funny you mentioned the waves, Jim, when I was ill and I was really ill that first year, 
um, I was basically incapacitated. I online got acquainted with a sport that I used to love watching as a child, but we rarely saw it. It was surfing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you rarely see surfing in Pittsburgh, but I, you know, now you can watch it on the web all day long. And so I really got into the surfers out there, the men and the women, because let's face it, their playing field is the ocean, which is constantly changing, constantly dynamic, you know? So those are the, it reminded me of life and they never, ever were upset with whatever they were dealt, really. They just made the best of it and then they caught another wave, you know? So you use that. There'll always be another wave. There'll always be the another wheel, wave. The wheel keeps turning. That's right. There will always be another wave. And rather than fight against it, we use the energy. That's right. And so these skills that I've learned through my music, and like I said, the choice of practicing Buddhism, have given me um, life skills which are invaluable, you know, so that when I met that critical mo- moment, crucial moment of my health where I could have really sunk into deep despair and never picked myself out or saw a way off the system or anything that was happening, I was able to see a a yellow brick road to my left, actually. Pretty remarkable. So, you, so rather than stay on that road, you chose another. That's right. And so, I, of course, I'm still drumming and doing things, yet my focus is on going this new direction um, and which, of course, is timely right now. I mean, electronic drums 20 years ago, 15 years ago, were way less popular than they are now, you know? And so I was, what you're doing, what we help people do is understand that rather than certainties, we ask them to explore possibilities. Absolutely. And to realize that that's what life is, is that moment-to-moment dynamic changes. They're happening all the time. And Get on your surfboard, you know. I'm a big fan of the surfing culture, and I surely hope that this leads into me doing some drumming with them someday because they helped me save my life and my mind. I really appreciate it. Well, actually, a while ago, I don't know how long ago, we actually did a podcast on called Surf's Up. (laughs) Yeah. And surfing through life. Oh, that's so great. Well, Mike's got a ton of great hashtags to use for this episode. <laughs> you know, I hope it reaches a whole lot of people So what you're doing is so, so great. So if someone would reach, want to reach you, how could that be done, Janelle? Uh, a number of ways. Um, I am up on the web. I am on Facebook, Janelle Burdell, Rhythm Games. I am also known as Udu Girl, and we'll introduce the Udu drum a little later. Um, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, I'm around. It's easy to find me. Cool. So we'll put those links up on our site. Thanks. And perhaps we could, perhaps tonight or at some future point, have you do a little exhibition of the Udu drum. Maybe you can explain it a little bit. And we could put that video up on the site, too, so people could click that link in through the magic of the Internet. That's so great. I do have some solo uh, Udu music up, too, at Udu Girl and... It's funny, the reaction, I put three different types of pieces up. One, it's been pulled down a lot for modern dance. Dancers have been using it as a warm-up. Uh, there's another tra- a song called Triple Trance, which I love, which um, is really great for meditation. Uh, it's such an incredible sound. It's a clay drum, so you'll see it, it embellishes all of the elements, you know, clay being the earth. It has a water-like sound, um, you know, uh, what am I saying? Clay being the earth, the water-like sound, air 
air actually controls the pitch of the drum because there's two holes in it. And then I like to say, we bring the fire. That's really, that's really cool. So you bring the energy and you make that's it all right. happen. That's cool. It's Janelle, how we interact with life that is important. We attempt to not fight life or resist it. We interact with it. That's right. We use that energy and whatever. So quite often what happens with is we ask people, and we've used this many times, is that when the wind's blowing at our back, when we're on a sail ship, uh, it's easy sailing, is it not? Yeah. However, when the wind's blowing against us, when life's blowing against us, those ships still can move forward. What we do is we shift our sails. That's right. Tack, okay? That's right. So uh, if there's a difference between being willful and being willing. Okay? Yeah. So we ask that. Well, Janelle, it's been delightful being with you uh, today. And our hope is, is that other people will tune in and perhaps get interested in you and involved in the type of direction that you're going in your life. And if they choose to do so, that is great. And... What we're asking is we give a free prescription at the end of every podcast. Uh, what we do is we ask people to perhaps uh, explore some fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Uh, unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you perhaps fish without bait. We ask you to forgive yourself. We ask to forgive another. We ask you to do a kindness for yourself. We ask you to do a kindness for another. We challenge you to do that. Until all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.